Groove Café. You're listening to The Groove and right about now it's time for your favorite segment of the day and it's The Groove Cafe where I have a sit down and a chat with some of the most extraordinary people who are making differences and you know making change in their communities and for themselves. Today I'll be sitting down and talking to Maureen Orogot Aido and uh, she is a social worker with 10 years of experience. Well, she's passionate about child protection with a focus on child rights, adoption, resettlement, counseling, project planning and management experience in both humanitarian and development concepts. Hi Maureen. Hi Sarah. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Thank you for joining me on the Groove Cafe today. I am very excited to host you today. And I'm glad to be part of this. <laughs> so Maureen, let us start. What did you do for Christmas? Ooh, family, family, family. <laughs> I had fun with my family. Okay. Yes. All right. So what is it that you love about Christmas? Um, I love the the togetherness. Mm-hmm. I love um the fun we have yes i love the bonding that is created within christmas but the most important thing is the birth of christ so Absolutely. that's yeah that is very important to you because i also see that you are a christian woman and uh, yes. very served so that is for you very important right yes very important to me all right so let's get into it morin let's start from the beginning You're passionate about child protection, I beg your pardon, with a focus on child rights adoption and resettlement. What does it mean when somebody says resettlement? What do you do? Um resettlement is about uh finding an abandoned child or a lost child and trying to reunite them with family, either biological or extended family, but it involves a lot of uh tracing so you go out to the community you put out radio announcements you put out uh, uh newspaper announcements and try to spread the word so that a child can be reunited with family okay so are this just only children that are um, i don't know abandoned or it's just say specific or or do you also uh, cater to children that you find out are probably being abused in their homes yes so there are children that a lost to abandoned mm-hmm. then there are children that are going through a, a certain kind of child protection issue it could be physical abuse sexual abuse you know that would involve us working with the probation officers yes. uh, government probation officers to make sure that either those children are retrieved or moved from those abusive homes into safe uh, homes basically All within right. the community All right, that's wonderful. I also see and also know that you're the co-founder of Childable Child Protection Specialists. So what is it that you do exactly? Or all, all the things I mentioned above are part of your, you know, job description. Um yes, they are part of my job description, but mainly Childable was um uh, founded because of the gaps that we saw in the sector. Mm-hmm. So there are situations that we looked at, uh for example, yes, uh communities are catered for and supported by civil society but then there's a dependence syndrome that comes out of that. Yes. So we're looking at building the capacity and strengthening 
those families so that they don't have to depend on civil society mm-hmm. but are able to fend from the, for themselves eventually after all the kind of any kind of support is given to them so that is something charitable came out right. and is trying to do so you're very passionate about child's rights children's rights do you have children of your own Yes, I have a son <laughs> yes. and lovely nieces and nephews. Oh. They're all my children. <laughs> They're all your children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's start from the genesis. Where did this passion come? What ignited this fire in you to have to work with children's rights and protection? Where did this passion start from? I think it started at a really really uh, young age. Um when we were growing up We grew up you know watching our family watching our parents bringing all kinds of children random children yes. relatives and yes. they basically supported them we looked at a child coming from hopelessness to hopefulness oh, wow. these are children that have grown up and you see they're making a difference but if it wasn't because of the kind of love and support yes. that was given to them by our parents Yes. then that would never have happened. So yes. for me it was just watching, you know, these children come, mm-hmm. we all being, you know, looked after like we're one family regardless of whether we're biological or not. Yes. And I think for me that is what really uh, brought out that passion. I wanted to see a smile on Aww. someone in a child's face. Yes. I wanted to see them happy mm-hmm. and you know, look at the future as a hopeful thing. Yes. And not, you know, Yeah, basically. Wow, that is so beautiful. So, please tell me. I know you may have many, but what are some of the highlights of your work? Okay, just give me two of those moments that actually made you very proud of yourself and the work that you do. Highlights of your career because you have a career that has gone 10 years with a wealth of experience. Your profile, your biography is very impressive. So, just give me two highlights. I know there might be many, but just two highlights. That one that just when you got back home and put your head down, you were just absolutely proud of yourself. I think for me, one of the most important ones was finding a family for a child. Mm-hmm. And then going back to, you know, you know, visit or check on them and you just see the smile. You see the connection yes. between family between mother and child between father and child yes. this is a child for example was abandoned in a pit latrine oh no has yes. come has been rescued brought out you know eventually found a family that cherishes them that loves them that looks at them as the princess of the home i think for me it's mm-hmm. just the smile yes the happiness Yeah and the connection mm-hmm. you know having a sense of belonging yes that was a highlight yes um and then the other one um i think it's just the random acts of kindness that yes. come with different people mm-hmm. basically there are people that might not be able to give a child a family but will come and support a child yes there are people that would uh, you know say what can we do to see that this family comes out of what they are in into you know a family that is filled with love yeah. and not suffering so i think for me it's just 
those random kinds of you know kindness yeah. that people give out yeah yes oh and i wanted to talk about something adoption now for a lot of people they think that adoption is only for you know white people coming to adopt you know black babies here in Uganda so what is the procedure if somebody wanted to adopt a child what are the you know the laws around uh, adoption or what are the procedures around adoption in Uganda um thank you sarah for that question it's really an important question yes. um adoption is for all mhm it's for all it doesn't involve skin color it doesn't involve religion it it's for all yes. basically and it is not expensive mhm Yes that is the thing a lot of people think it's very expensive a lot of people um think that um there is going to be a lot asked of you so what are the procedures I think the procedure is you go to a probation office a government probation office um they're in the different divisions and sub counties yes. in the district Yeah. Of, of Uganda. So it's easy just go and ask for probation officer and you'll be directed to mm-hmm. where the offices are. Fill in a form of interest. Okay. You know, you want to adopt an assessment is carried out. Why is this assessment carried out? Mm-hmm. We need to find out whether you're a suitable parent. Yes. And you're able to look after this child. Mm-hmm. Remember, this is a child yes. that you are going to love and care for and look after. It's not a toy or a tomato that you're going to the market mm-hmm. to pick out. Mm-hmm. It is a human being. Yeah. So it's 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 carrying out the assessment and then you're taken before um a, a panel of yeah. different experts just to verify and know that your motivation to adopt is right is for good reasons is it like an interview <laughs> almost like an interview yeah. but it's also just getting to know you personally mm-hmm. and trying to understand you so you'll find that we have government officials sitting on that panel but also we have uh, a child expert uh, a psychologist you know different uh, people with different specialties yes Why we're doing this is to protect the child and make sure that the child is going to the right family. Yes. And is going to be looked after by the right people. It is an easy way. Mm-hmm. It is cheap. You are supported throughout the process. Oh, You're wow. not left alone yes. basically. Okay. So it's it, it in Uganda we've had more than uh, 80% Wow. of Ugandan parents adopting. Really? It's happening. Yes, it is happening. But the thing is Maureen that is that a lot of people especially here in Uganda are not um comfortable coming out to have these open conversations and I think that is why a lot of people don't even know that this is being done and why is that so is it something to be ashamed of is it something to hide because I- To be honest, I don't hear enough stories about adoption. All you hear is that oh there are babies homes and that is just it. And there's no life for the child after the baby's home. So why is it a conversation that is not openly or freely had, especially here in Uganda? I think it's about the preparation. Mm-hmm. How are you prepared to to be an adoptive parent? Yes. You know, majority of the adoptive parents are taken through Uh, different kinds of trainings yeah. and through those trainings then they are you know supported and helped to be free and open about it it's not a bad thing to adopt it's mm-hmm. a blessing okay. it's a good thing so it's it's just the preparation basically yeah so that people come out and say look i have adopted there's a time um we were carrying out in my where i was working formerly yes we were carrying out um um campaigns 
Yes. And we're on the radio. We're... So it's also about the sensitization. Yeah. People coming out and talking about it and sensitizing people that, look, adoption is good. It's healthy. Mm-hmm. And you can do it. Yes. You know, there's nothing to be ashamed about it. All right. So Maureen, I want to know, has there ever been a moment in your career when you just wanted to give up? Like, what was the hardest time for you in your career? I think the hardest time for me in my career was losing a child. You do everything that you can Mm. and eventually you lose that child. I think for me, that was the painful bit. What happened? Um, it's it's quite a long story, but it's yeah. looking at, you know, walking the journey with this child, mm. taking them through all the steps that you're supposed to take them through. They were, they were, they were ill, oh, no. so we're making sure that they were getting the right medication, getting the right treatments and all that. Yes. But eventually we lost him. So oh, it's, no. it's, it's all that, that I think for me that was, that was a failure for me. How did that impact you personally? Um, as a person, I, I, you know, I realized, um, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. But also I realized that there are certain things that need to be done faster than they should have been done. Yes. Basically. And, 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 you know, having the right people to talk to and going to the right people basically would have changed certain situations. So I think for me that's that was hard and I know being a mother yourself you definitely felt that you lost a huge part of yourself and I sincerely apologize if I'm making you go down a rabbit hole that you shouldn't be going into all right so let's switch gears four days until the end of the year were you yeah. able to accomplish any of those, you know, New Year's resolutions you set for yourself <laughs> at the beginning of the year? You know, expose yourself. Eh? Did you take off everything on your bucket list this year? I don't think so. <laughs> you can explain. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's interesting. Yes. Um, okay. Child of Boys 1. I think I ticked that off. Yes. Um, and congratulations. <laughs> Uh-huh. Changing job is too. So yes, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I feel like I'm, I'm being able to give more mm-hmm. and do things differently. Yes. So that is a tick. Uh, wow, exposing myself is quite difficult. I know. Oh, I, I am sorry. I am so sorry. But you know what? I will just take that. So, what is the future? What does the future hold for Childable coming into the new year? That is 2022. That is just you know a couple of days ago. Actually, starting next week, Monday, it's the new year. So, what does the future hold for Childable? Um, is um, impacting more lives. Yes. More than what we have impacted. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think, is um, pursuing new, new aspirations around yes. childhood and, and, and growing it to greater heights. Yes. Yes, touching different aspects within the work that we're doing. One of the things we want to venture into is working with children with disability. Yes. These are usually the invisible children out there. So it's something we really want to look at and see how can we impact, how can we touch those lives, how can we make a difference. Yes. Yeah. 
And what about the adoption for children with persons of disability? Um, you taking that up, you know, to involve and also have inclusion to involve children with persons of uh, with disability. Do you have any concerns surrounding, you know, their resettlement and their adoption? Because let's be honest, people actually have put a negative connotation towards persons with disabilities and that is just absolutely awful so how do you plan on making sure that children with you know with disabilities are treated equally like the ones that you know quote-unquote don't have any disabilities I think it is collective advocacy. Yes. That is one of the things we want to work not as an island, but with different um, entities out there. So collective advocacy, sensitization, Mm -hmm. you know, continuous sensitization. Yes. And then also spreading the child rights awareness out there. Every child has a right. Absolutely. So that's making sure people know that and and embracing it. And also knowing that these are children. Mm-hmm. And they too need to be loved and cared for. Absolutely. And, yeah. yeah. So, Maureen, before I let you go, how can people contact you if they have any questions or any inquiries about either adoption or, you know, children's rights and uh, and all that? How can they find you? Um, we're just developing our website. Yes. That is one, so it's not yet up and running. Actually, that's the other thing we need to do mm-hmm. <laughs> next year. So if you're um, listening and you can develop a website, please contact <laughs> Mrs. Maureen Orogot Aido. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yes. you. Yes. So, yes, and but I'm, I'm also on phone. Mm-hmm. You can always get me um, on phone. Yes. And also on email. Yes. I think, Sarah, I can, I can give you my phone and email. That would be much easier. Absolutely. And we will... Uh, include this contact information on our website and you can follow us on uh, on our website and our social media that is at rx radio if you want to get in touch because i know a lot of people are very curious about what it is that you do you are the co-founder for childable and it's all about child protection because that is what you specialize. So thank you so much, Maureen, for honoring my invitation. I had a great time talking to you. But before I let you go now, okay, this is the last time, the last time, okay? (laughs) This is the last one, the last question, okay? I would like you to give advice to somebody listening right now. Give advice. Advice. Yeah. I think it's never too late to be whoever you want to be. Mm -hmm. Live a life you're proud of. And if you find you're not, have the strength to start over again. I think Ab- that's the most important thing. Absolutely. Checho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you, Maureen. Thank you so much. Have a lovely yeah. day. I had a great time with you right here on The Groove. Thank you. I've also had a lovely time. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yes. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Groove Cafe. Playing your favorite artists 24-7. My music. This is RX Radio. Happy vibes. Vibes. Sweet connections. The Groove.